Hey folks, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Painter Steve Keen returns here. He was on five years ago. This time he has a uh, new catalog of his work out. Such an interesting guy, such an interesting painter. If you don't know who he is, watch some videos of him on YouTube because there's some great uh, stuff of him doing his his mass production sort of assembly line style. Uh, I just am into him, so I thought it'd be nice to have him on and, and promo this new uh, book he's involved with. So enjoy this. It's me and painter Steve Keen. Hope you're well. Talk to you soon. Let's get to it. Okay, so folks, Steve Keen, I believe, is on the phone. Steve, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Hi. Uh, we've been talking about the Steve Keen art book, which comes out on Tuesday. But if folks don't know who you are, just to reiterate one more time, a lot of WFMU listeners, I think, know you as the guy who sells art at the record fairs that looks like album covers. And you've made uh, hundreds of thousands, is not an exaggeration, of paintings, mostly of those. Is that right? Most of them are album covers? The things that I've been doing the past, the past um, 10 years have been album covers. It's, uh, they're almost like, um, you know, little kind of remembrances of when people used to buy albums. I guess people buy albums now, but there was a time for 20 years when, you know, most people didn't, didn't get albums. And so I like to kind of, um, you know, make these as remembrances, as memorials to the fact that we used to go to record stores and look at albums for hours and, and choose which one to buy. You grew up in Virginia, studied art at Yale, lived in Brooklyn now for, I don't know, 30 years almost, more or less? Yeah, yeah. So I'm a fan of your stuff, and I've got it all over my house. And I was thinking about it. I was trying to figure out why it's unique. What makes it very you is that part of, and I, I don't know if this is just luck or if this is something you thought about, but part of your style and the way you um, put colors on just and just the way you paint, it's an incredible middle ground of, and I don't know the real art terms, of realisticness and I guess it's impressionisticness because people can look at it and it definitely registers as art right away. It's not craft. You know, there's something much deeper in it than uh, it's not so simple. Yet it's also very, very easy to grasp what it's about. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that balance to me that has made you so easy to to people want that in their house. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I want, you know, I want it to be easy on the eye. I don't want it to be, for me, it's decoration, it's fun, it's uh, information. I started doing this over 30 years ago when you couldn't just look up a band on your laptop or phone or something. The way you found out about music, you'd, you'd get a fanzine at a, you know, a record store or a bookshop, and that kind of passing around information, you know, cheaply or almost free is what's always inspired me. But it definitely registers as art, right? I mean, it, even though it's decoration, yes? Well, I mean, everything's art. Everything's art and everything. You know, I just want it to be, I want people to think that, hey, you know, this is this is not too hard to look at. Um, you know, it has the name of a band that I like or it has, a, you know, some lines of um, about a novel, a Russian novel or something on it. You know, just something weird. It's like, like when you... I like putting writing in my painting, so 
when you look at the image and you read the words at the same time, there's kind of like either it makes sense or doesn't make sense. It sort of it, it, it gets your attention because you're doing two things at once. And those kind of games are what I think that I use to hook people in, you know, to keep, you know, my art's cheap and, you know, hopefully people don't throw it away, but it's definitely, you know, people leave it on the street when they move to another apartment sometimes. <laughs> so 300,000 pieces, they're scattered all over the world. How did, it's interesting because to make your catalog, you know, there's some people that just put out a couple paintings a year and they get sold for a fortune and we know where those paintings are at all times. You've got 300,000. Was it tough to sort of try to find some of them to photograph, to put in a catalog? The book started off as an idea. It's um, a friend of mine, Dan Ephraim, got me a show at Shepherd Fairies um, Art Gallery in Echo Park about six years ago. And he photographed all the all the art that I brought there. And then he decided, you know, after a few years, Dan decided to put together a book. And so he kind of sent an open call to people that have my work to, you know, submit stuff to be photographed and put in the book. So it was kind of um, like a chain letter. It was just all these things were coming out of the woodwork. I mean, you know, it's, there's hundreds of pictures in the book, but it's it's about one thousands of you know what i've done which i i think it's kind of cool that somebody can get the book and be like hey i you know i think one of those pictures is at my cousin's house you know so it becomes this like game of tracking down did you get it at salvation army did you get it at a rock show did you get it at a museum you know there's all these different places that i've shown my work I haven't seen the exact book, but I've seen a PDF of it, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. There's also a bunch of interesting essays in it. Did you read all the essays? No, I sort of looked. At, it's it's a weird feeling to have the book out. I mean, I'm super proud that you know it was put together by a bunch of people that I care about. But you know, I just I think the reason why I have all this energy to do all this stuff because I don't try to think about what I've done in the past. And so it's very much, you know, kind of a record of how people feel about me and, and you know, just it's pretty moving. It's it's I will look at it one day, but it's a little bit to to accept all in, you know, one sitting. Yeah, I think you've told me that when you start to paint something, you'll put up a bunch of plywood squares on this kind of uh, chain link fence and you just go for it. How many of one image do you usually paint at a time? Um, so, you know, I, every two days I paint about 120 pictures and I break that up into maybe 10 groups. So maybe 12, 10 or 12. The website is stevekeen.com and currently I think the rate was $70 for six random paintings and it includes, yeah. includes yeah. shipping. Uh, it's a great deal and I urge everyone to buy a bunch of paintings from you. So uh, I'm, I'm curious why you do what you do the way you do it. I think my favorite kind of art besides, you know, like really good art, besides like, you know, old masters or something like that. Things from the 60s and 70s where it's conceptual art, where they basically come up with a list of instructions and a, and a set of, you know, organizing plans, and they then execute those plans. And for me, it felt very 
comfortable to decide on mass producing my work because you're when I'm working on my stuff, I'm in the middle of the stuff. I'm not working on one fantastic painting. You know, I try to make everything I do really good, but for me it's sort of the process of the journey of, you know, how the hell, you know, do you paint a hundred pictures in a day kind of thing. And I started doing that just to like be able to paint fast, to make a lot of things for shows when I used to show in bars. And it just stuck with me that this is, you know, I love being surrounded by all the color. I love all the the repetition. So it's that kind of thing. It is, it, it's considered odd and people would like to um, <laughs> categorize it as, um, you know, kind of, different, but I think of it as kind of a traditional modernist kind of New York thing of the past 50, 60 years. You were a DJ at UVA, I believe. What was your radio show like? Let's see. That was um, 35 years ago, and that's where we met like half the guys from Pavement. They were there on the station, and David Berman, and it was... Those times were, you know, super inspirational because just being in a basement with tens of thousands of albums filled with everybody's, you know, dreams and it, it was it was great. And so I think, you know, part of that, the performance of music and the idea that I thought, you know, I've always painted, I've always wanted to go to art school, I was always an artist, but musicians inspired me way more than than art because um, I just like their whole like every day is every day is brand new every time they do a song it ha you know they do the song over and over again and if the song's not going great they don't stop in the middle of the song they just do it better next time. Uh, what do you think twenty five or fifty years from now? What will your legacy be? I think of my stuff these days as that I've kind of like a, you know, like a knickknack, like a con collectible, like, you know, like an American collectible that people would sell at flea markets. Like you go to, it's fun to go on eBay and just see all the stuff that people are selling of mine. And I, I do hope that there's going to be, you know, people will be selling these and trading them back and forth. I, I like folk art. I like I like art that's considered, um, you know, done by crazy people and then discovered 30 years later, those kind of things. I'm not crazy and I've already been discovered, but I, I hope that these things um, will be traded around. I think, uh, maybe I'm crazy, I think in, in that time frame, some huge museum will cull lots of pieces from you know what will at that point be 50 years of these paintings and put them all together for a major show somewhere okay that would be good um it's funny and i think i think it's possible but it's also my work doesn't have any status right now you know because it's cheap and and so we'll see we'll see I, you know i for me, this process, you know, painting, the painting process, the, the action, you know, whenever I have, have a show in a gallery, usually I, I paint in the gallery and so people can, you know, watch me work. I don't interact with people. It's sort of like, 
you know, I do my thing. It's like I'm a, a mime or something like that. But um, I just, I like the whole idea of that I make paintings and people take the paintings home as souvenirs of the event that they came to to see me work. The book is called The Steve Keen Art Book. It comes out Tuesday. Uh, folks can go to stevekeen.com for information about you. And uh, I don't know. Good luck with the book. And I guess I'm looking forward to that museum show in 25 years. Okay. Hope I'm there. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's the Steve Keen Art Book. It comes out on Tuesday. Stevekeen.com for information and paintings. And uh, I guess I'll hopefully run into you at a WFME record fair. Uh, best of luck with the, the book. Okay, great. Thanks so much for doing this.